Welcome to the Working on the Weekend podcast. When you freelance or own your own business, you likely operate outside the typical nine to five. Join Peyton Robinson and Eileen Talkman each week as they spill the tea on being freelance marketers in the content and social world. You'll hear real life experiences about the grind of freelancing and poke a little fun at corporate America too. You'll never know what to expect from Peyton and Eileen's job in an ever-changing digital world. But one thing's for sure, they'll always be working on the weekends. Working on a weekend like usual. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast with your hosts, Eileen Talkman. Woo! And Peyton Robinson. We're here. We're here. We're back. We're doing it again. Episode 21 is what's going on today. We're talking about, I'm actually really excited for what we're talking about today. This is fun. So we talked a couple episodes back about beige flags and what a beige flag is, which we'll get into. But today's episode is client red, green, and beige flags. So Eileen and I didn't tell each other what we picked for our flags. And so we're going to, you know, do a live reaction of what we were thinking, you know, what are things that when a client does, it's oof, red flag, get out of there. Things that are awesome and things that are like a, hmm, kind of like take it back a second. Yeah. You know? Weird, Could but be, like not a deal breaker. Like we're not still okay. Not a deal breaker at all. So before we get into that, which I'm so excited about, and I know Eileen is too, we have a review. And this is a great review. If you want your review to be featured in the beginning of an upcoming work on the Weekends episode, Go ahead and leave one. That's all you have to do. You leave a review on Apple Podcasts and we read it. So simple as that. Us, it's so simple. Please leave us a review. We're begging, pleading, praying, eh. <laughs> begging. So here's the review today. It's from Bruce2324. Fun listen, great info. As someone who exclusively operates outside the typical nine to five, I love the fresh takes from both Eileen and Peyton. My favorite segment is always corporate jargon of the week. It almost makes it feel like an inside joke when you hear the phrases used later in the real world. Peyton and Eileen have great chemistry and it makes for a fun and easy listen. Wow. I botched it, but we got there. It's a long one. Bruce, whoever you are. (laughs) I know that that's not their name also. We think we know who it is, but we're going to try to figure it out. We, 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 We know who you are. Like, but thank you, Bruce. That was so out. nice. And I also loved the point you made about um, when you hear the corporate jargon we talk about on the podcast in the real world, it's like a little like you laugh to yourself because you're like, oh, I heard yes. about that on the Working on the Weekends podcast. So funny. Yes. I that was my favorite part. It gave me like a little warm, fuzzy feeling in my stomach. Like I was like, how sweet because I feel that way when I hear them. Yes. And I love that. Like you guys also get to have that in your real life experience that we're not a part of, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, because, Bruce. Yeah, that's what if what if I wrote this review? I am Bruce. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do notice it in every meeting because you are Bruce. Yep, we're all Bruce, aren't we? Yeah, to some extent. <laughs> Could you imagine if there's really a Bruce and he's listening to this? Like, okay, can they he's stop like, talking about I my really review? Yeah, like you guys took it too far. Love you, Bruce. Wait, wait, I have an idea. You know how um other podcasts they call their listeners like some things. Like I've tried to drop like working on the weekenders or like weekenders, and I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But like, what if our listeners, you're all Bruce? We I kind of love that. I kind of love that. Everyone's just Bruce, but here's the issue. What? 
you guys, they had to be OGs. They had to have listened to this episode. Yeah. So how can we guarantee that our target audience is listening to this specific episode and they get the joke? But I really like it. Let's see if it sticks. Let's see if it sticks. We'll we'll keep circling back on that one. If, if we shall, Bruce, do you get that one? Wink, wink, Bruce. Thanks, Brucies. And on that note, we have an episode to do. Let's get into it. A great episode. Okay. So as Peyton described earlier, we are going through client red flags, beige beige flags, and green flags. So this is a little more specific to our freelance contract listeners out there, but I do also think that this could apply to anyone with a full-time job. Um, If you're interviewing for a job and you are feeling any of these flags that we're describing... I think that they're good, um, you know, good things to keep in the back. They're of indicators. Mind. Yeah, they're indicators. That's a good way to put it. You know, when you go to um, the doctor as a kid and they're like, how do you feel? And there's like a little scale and like five is like the worst. You know, if you're listening to these and you get some ones, great. Like that's a great start to a good relationship. If you are getting a lot of those red vibes or you start to notice these things like get out or at least like be aware of it because there's some things that might be a red flag for one of us that wouldn't be for you but it might not be a green flag it might be something to like keep an eye out you know keep keep a tabs on if there's something you're like oh I don't feel good about that but not a deal breaker for me something to consider yes good point so should we jump in yeah and we're gonna start with the red flags guys because yeah have you met us we must. We must start with the red flags, always starting with the drama first. And, But at the same time, we figured let's end this on a positive note. So we'll start with totally. the red and we'll work our way to green. Totally. Um, and we're going to do one to two each for each yep. category, red, beige, and green. Okay. Eileen, I want you to go first for red. Okay. With your first one. Okay. So my red, both of them, I have two red flags. Okay, um, they're... Okay. they're semi-related, but um, my red flags are more things that you should be aware of in the beginning stages of a potential like freelance client relationship. Because I think when you're in the beginning stages of talking to somebody, um, that's when you should really have like your your guard up, you know, like your ears up. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're really aware of how they're communicating, how they're just like their style because yeah. that's going to be the easiest time for you to say, you know what, this is not probably the best fit without having any drama or any like, you know what, you end up working for this person in three months in, you're like, oh my God, this was such a mistake. Right. So that's where my red flags come from. So same, same actually. Mine do as well. And I okay. agree with everything you just said. Yeah. I think it's just like timing wise, you're just going to set yourself up for a better situation and not every potential client is going to turn into an actual client. So this is when you need to be the most critical and like looking out for yourself because it's just going to make your life easier. Okay. Agreed. Um, The first red flag in this situation is if you're starting to talk to someone who's going to be a potential client and they take a really long time to respond between correspondences. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Such that a red flag to so me. So good. And it, it just, and I feel it because I've been there. And like, that's something that I wouldn't have ever put as a red flag. But like 100%, those yeah. same people that I didn't like, I'm like, oh, they're just like really slow or like, I don't know where this is going to go. It always ends up being that ex- that same lack of communication, like once you're actually working for them. 
Yep, exactly. Yes, it's very eye-opening to when you start working with them, what like the like speed you, of things is going to be. Yeah, like you need someone right now, right? Like you are hiring for this role. You you reach out to me or like there is something that you put out that I saw that I reached out to you from. So like your lack of communication at the beginning, like if anything, now is when you show the best communication because like we're building something from scratch. Totally. For example, I started talking to a potential client at the end of 2022. I remember our first email was December 2022. We did not have a phone call until March 2023 because they were taking so long to respond in between like email communication. And then when we finally decided, okay, let's start working together. They literally like left me hanging when I asked a question and I have not heard from them since. And wow. I was like, okay, you know what? And like the whole time, the whole like three months before we actually hopped on a phone call, my husband was like, this is not a good fit. No. And I was like, I know, but I just want to like, the business was so cool. So I was like, I just want to entertain it. And it was, it, it's obviously didn't work out. So I love that though. I mean, I feel like, like this whole tip in general, like we've all been there and well, maybe not if you haven't been there and you're just getting out of school or something. If you're constantly like when you're in a job role, one of the hardest things is communication and having bad communication between you and your client is just like bad, bad, bad. And so even though it seems small, like, oh, well, I'm sure they're busy. I know they're applying slow. If it's like two weeks, three weeks at a time between any messages back and forth and you're doing like constant follow ups every couple days on stuff, like probably not a good fit. My totally turn? agree. Yes. Your turn. Okay. I don't have like a lot of explanation for mine. I feel like they're self-explanatory. Yeah, sorry. I no, just no, no. went I just went off. That's okay. That's okay. Um, okay. So I have a couple. I'm going to say one really quick because it goes with yours. I'm not counting this as mine, okay? Perfect. Not respecting or valuing my time. Last yep. minute call, project request, canceling last minute. Same concept if you're starting to work with someone and they're canceling calls last second. They're asking for things at the last second. There's really bad communication. They just don't respect and value your time. And bye-bye. But that doesn't count because I have better no, ones. That was, a, that was a nice little addition though. Okay. Doesn't – this is one that really irks me. Doesn't see or understand the value of social media. So you feel like you have to constantly prove your worth and that you're worth the paycheck they're giving you. So they want someone to do social media. You charge a lot for it, whatever. You say exactly what they're going to get out of it. And they're constantly like almost like needing that proof that you're doing something that's worth something. And it's not like, oh, they can't ask for like monthly social reports or something like that. Totally. That all makes sense. But I feel like it's more so when the client is like, well, we're not getting leads off of Instagram. You know, we're trying to get more of this and we're not we're not seeing people go to our link in bio and like those kind of things. And like they're very strict on their expectations of like a social platform. It's really hard to work with clients like that when you have to constantly like any post that doesn't go perfectly or doesn't get the right amount of engagement or impressions is like going to be a talking point now, even if it's just like a single post that didn't perform well. And for me personally, I'm out. Yeah, that's super stressful because I think a lot of people have this mindset that like every single marketing activity they're doing needs to be bringing in money. And there is a place where social makes money. There's a place for that. 
a lot of the things that as a freelancer you're asked to do on the social end are not that. So like you said, like everything is, it's almost like everything is being so scrutinized and they're it's not like seeing- under a microscope. Yes, exactly. They're not seeing social as like a companion tool or like a brand awareness tool or like you just have to be on social if you're a brand. You just do. Right. Like, At this point, you just do. It doesn't really matter. You just matter. do. And you need somebody managing that. And right. whether that means people are reading the things you're putting out and saying, check our LinkedIn bio or they're making purchases through your Instagram or not. Like you have to show up and it's not always going to be a space that is revenue generating. 100%. So that's, I, I, that's such a good one. And it, that's really, really annoying when people don't get that. Yeah. Thank you. You explained it way better than I did, even though it was my own flag. So thank you so no, much. No, I did. Such a good yeah, team. you did. We are a good team. Okay. So I'm going to do my second one because it goes with my first. Okay. So my second red flag is doesn't understand social. So they don't understand trends. They don't ex- understand algorithms, strategies, consumer behavior. And they'll either like send you really old memes and be like, hey, can we do this? And you're like, no. Or like a trend from like two years ago on TikTok. And you're like, that doesn't make sense. Or you want to do more fun things or bring in different styles of content. And they can't comprehend that. Why Why you need to do or, that. Yes. Or for example, saying, hey, I know you're doing a, a, a photo and video shoot. We're going to need some vertical content or content that can be cropped vertically. So it's optimized for mobile, right? For anything you're going to post on an Instagram story or in an Instagram reel and like them not understanding why you can't just post the horizontal like video, like, and have like the big, huge black bars on the sides, like them not understanding that. Like to me, I'm just not at a place where like, I feel like constantly explaining the more basic stuff. I'm not saying they need to know everything, but for me, like a client having no understanding of social media is just kind of hard to work with. Yeah. That's so true. That's a really good one. Thanks. You? Okay. I have one I have one more red flag. It's a quick one. So another red flag for me is when someone, they want you to tell them who their audience is. Yeah. Like. That's so good. They'll be like, this is what we do. This is our product. This is our service. Whatever it is. Like, where should we be showing up? Like, where, where should we put our efforts? Like, who, what are the type of people that are so going to be on TikTok or Instagram or, and it's like. Uh, it's actually not my job to tell you who you should be putting your effort towards. It's your right. job to tell me that, and then I will execute. Right. No, that's Sorry. really good. Because I have an you honorable. If you need yeah. me to do that, then you need to pay me a lot more money, and I need a lot more time because that's like a whole like strategizing, researching, well, it and that's like, like not really my bread and butter. Because, okay, so your social audience should be in, in in some way aligned with, that's actually the proper usage of aligned. That was perfect. Um, should be in some way aligned to your overall so strategy, marketing strategy, your overall right. audience. So yeah, maybe your social strategy isn't to your entire audience that your company is trying to, looking to attract. Maybe it's a portion of it, but like, it's not your job to figure out what portion of it that is. Or if they don't even have that big overall umbrella audience, like that's definitely not your job to figure out for them either. So it's just like a weird, like, yeah. I don't know, get your stuff together first. Right. 
it and that honestly like comes off kind of unprofessional on their end i'm like they don't even know who like their audience is no red flag i'm out yeah no that's so true i do have an honorable mention oh that's just a funny one we don't even have to discuss red flag randomly goes rogue on the company page any social platform (laughs) without checking with you and your schedule yeah drives me crazy Mm -hmm. all of a sudden there's two posts that went out because someone posted an event pick with no like just went in and decided you know yeah you're the person who's supposed to be in charge of the social calendar and you're like cool 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 where'd this come from no now i gotta delete my post i gotta go back into sprout and duplicate it like come on so funny okay that was so fun i love that moving on okay yeah let's move on okay let's get your first beige flag beige flags somewhere in the middle okay Um, I only have one beige flag. Me too. I love us. And it's responds with the thank you reaction instead of complimenting me in 260 characters or more. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's like, mm, was it that hard hurts. to actually like grovel and tell no, me how like, amazing I am? Even if I did my job, like they're like, hey, can you send me this um, invoice for Facebook? Yeah, I get it. The thank you little like reaction in Slack or like a thumbs up or a heart. No. Wait. Tell me how great I am. Tell me thank you so much for getting that for me. Like you just saved me so much time, a whole three minutes. Like you are the best. You're a rock star. I can't do this without you. That's so funny. That's what I expect. Like genuinely. When I don't get it, I'm like, ooh. Okay. I actually use the emojis all the time. So I need to pencil that in that okay. every time. Not every time, but in the future. <laughs> If you do something for me, I you would appreciate if I gave you more of a thoughtful thank you. Yeah. And for my clients out there that could be listening to this, I'm joking. Yeah. This is mostly. hilarious. I'm joking. I do I do get like offended. I, I saw a post recently about that too, with like, um, like why do Gen why does Gen Z see like the thumbs up as like a negative? It was like an article on like BuzzFeed or something specifically about that. Because yeah, like if someone if you're like, hey, like um, I'm gonna have to leave early today, whatever, and you just get a thumbs up, I'm like offended. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what it is. Like that's how you feel, not like a heart, like the th- the thumbs up specifically. And mm. that's how I get to the feel about the thank you as well. Okay, give me more. I need more. Give me, give me more. Because I overthink. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. So like, I need like the words. That's funny. I'll remember that. Okay. What's yours? Um, okay. My beige flag is when a client uses corporate jargon. Like it's not great. <gasps> okay. That's so good. It makes me think of you differently. I kind of file you away in this like, you're one of those people category. But at the end of the day, oh. it's harmless overall. So it's like not going to make or break our relationship. It just like makes me kind of giggle and like I think of you differently. Okay, wait. I really like that one. Like really, really like because same. Yeah. Like no. Yeah, exactly. Stop. It's not the end of the world, but I see it and it hurts. Yeah. It's like, oof. All right. You're going to yeah. be one of those. Get like a little – some goosebumps maybe. You have to like a deep dry swallow – and then you're like, okay, we can get through this yeah. together. Yeah, like you are asking for feedback on something and they might want to like change one thing and they're like, is everyone aligned on that? And then people are replying. They're like, aligned, aligned. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. And that's not even yeah, just my exactly. hate for align. That's just, no. that's just an example. 
yeah, after I had just used a line, it felt really personal, but we can move forward. <laughs> like you couldn't have picked low hanging fruit, circle back, divide and conquer. You had to pick a line because no, but you used it day, literally perfectly when you said it earlier. Like that is how you're supposed to I use did. it. Like for when people are respi- responding, replying to a comment and they're like aligned. It's like, no, that's, that's not right. No. Right. Like, no, we're talking like actually aligned would be, you know, you just know like following a path. Everyone. You just, you just know. No. Okay. Let's move on to green. Let's flags. do it. Okay. I have two. Me too. Of course. We didn't plan to have the same amount, nope. but we did. Perfect. Okay. Should I go? Yeah. Organized. If your client is organized and knows what they're asking for. Chef's kiss. Love. Chef's kiss. If you get start working with the client and they're like, okay, so here is our Dropbox or our Drive. Everything's organized like this. Here's where you can find our brand guidelines. Oh, and then here's a whole staff guide. Like, no matter the size of the company, big or small or somewhere in the middle, anyone and everyone should have like their stuff organized, especially if you're bringing in people. Like to me, that like cluttered, like cluttered work life. Yeah of some companies and some teams just is an indicator of a lot of chaos within the company and doesn't look good or feel good. So also if you're like a messy person and you're bringing someone in and you're like, oh, I have everything in a million folders, like nothing's organized, maybe just take some time to organize that before they start. Because as someone coming into a job, it's really overwhelming to like not know where to find things. Or it's like, oh, we have, we have, stuff in the drive and the Dropbox. Some stuff's just on my boss's phone. So I'll have to text her for those things. Like it's very hard to work like that. Such a good point. So when they have it together, yeah, it's like, ah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. They know what they're doing. Yep. Like this, whoever this person is knows how to run a team and like manage work. Impressive. A green flag. Lovely. Green. All right. Okay, you. You want to hear my first one? I would love to. Okay. A green flag is when they like list out everything they want you to do and then you're like taking it all in and then you respond with like you're kind of curbing their expectations. You are being realistic about timelines and the volume of work you can get done and they just say, okay, sounds good. Thanks for that input. Like, th- thanks for uh, your expertise. Yes. Thanks for letting us know what you're capable of doing. And they're just like, sounds good. Let's let's work that into the schedule. You don't get any pushback. You don't get any like, well, we really need all of this actually done by tomorrow. I really like that so one. So good. So good. It just like makes you feel like valued and like, oh, wow, they actually like respect me. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, facts rare a rare but great i really like that one yeah. too you have like really good um i feel like yours are very like what's the word i'm trying to think of um like logical mm. like mine are more like i guess yours are more like overall like anyone could take these mine are very niche uh called out but i'm niche so i'll be yeah. cutting this part out no i love it um okay what's your second one you? Um, my second one is good communication. So the opposite of the red flags we talked about. If the communication is flowing, I feel like everything else 
more or less falls in line. If you have a project and there's clear expectations of what you're supposed to be working on, what the deliverables are, you set up calls, they join, you have like a meeting agenda and those kind of things are always put together. Email communications make sense. They'll slack you. Like good communication is to me the biggest green flag. Wow. That is like the perfect segue into my second green flag. Okay. What's yours? And not to like acknowledge what you said, but this will just no, please go. And I think this is like an extension of what you just said. When you're wrapping up a call and we recap action items, such a green flag. Like it's like, thank you Mm -hmm. for like there, you'll be on call sometimes, which this is kind of a red flag where it's like, okay, uh, we're running out of time. All right. Thanks everybody. Talk to you soon. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. who's doing what? When do I have to have this done by? Who needs to be reviewing it? Like, it's so true. It's like, it's like the call comes to like almost an end. And like the call has been, this is the cadence of the call the entire time. And then it's like a timer, like some kind of bomb is going off at the last three minutes. And they're like, all right, so everyone knows what they're doing. We have 600 projects due by next week. Um, Eileen, you have 400 things on your plate, Peyton. You have 200 on yours. Okay. uh, Everyone knows what they're doing, right? Bye. If you need anything, bye. And it's like, no. So like, I didn't get any of that. And what you said, good good communication, like when you're on a call and they say, okay, we have a couple minutes left. Let's recap. Peyton, you're handling this. Eileen, you're handling this. Um, We have another call to review this in a week. So I'll talk to you then. Yeah. Like, love. Makes me feel so good. So good. That's a really good one. Can I I actually throw in an honorable mention too? Absolutely. Okay, based on your beige flag about saying thank you, I think just a green, honorable mention green flag in general is when they say thank you. Oh, so true. Because there's times you'll send someone something and they don't say anything. And that happens more often than you think. And I have found myself fall into that hole a couple of times where like I didn't intentionally not say thank you, but I didn't like do it. And I noticed like the next time I talked to that person that I hadn't thanked them. And now it's something that I consistently keep an eye on. I'm like, no, not again. Like, if you ask someone for something and they do it, like that's a thank you, like just like you would anything else. Um, because I know how it feels to be on the other end. And it does not feel good when someone's like, hey, can you 911 this thing for me? You do it. And then there's crickets. Crickets. Yep. I completely agree. And worst. Yeah, it does. It does go a long way if they, you know, if you spend 60 seconds being like, thanks so much for getting that done. Uh, I'll review and let you know, like even just something like that goes a long way when you're kind of in a freelance position where you're not like um taking advantage right. of all the like cultural things at the corporation that like make you feel valued you really need that like words of affirmation that yeah you're doing a good job yeah that's so true it's really all you get as far like from that yeah. side of things as a contractor yeah okay that was so fun i feel like that was really good i think we're gonna like have that. to like make this a like twice a year episode Totally, because there's so many. I mean, I had way more, Same. and I had to dwindle myself down, especially with the red flags. I did like four, but like yeah. I could have done ten. Yeah. So I think we'll have to do yeah, a second um, version. Okay. A two point Yeah, at the end of the year. Awesome. Okay, that was so fun. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna be back with segments. We 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 we. Working on a weekend like usual. 
Okay. We're back and we are diving into our segments. Yay. Um, if you're a first time listener, we do this on every single one of our full length episodes. We go through three segments that you can expect on every episode. The first one up is corporate jargon, where we share a corporate jargon pet peeve that is currently annoying us, that we're hearing a lot of, and we just need to get it off our chests. So Peyton has our corporate jargon this week. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It gets the people going. Okay. So I say this every week. I don't know if we did this one or not. Okay. So I have, I brought options to the table just in case. So my first one and the one I would like to do the most would be move the needle. We have not done that. Okay. I cannot stand this actually. Like this is one of those things that like when someone says certain words, you get like a picture in your head, you know, like there's certain things people say you don't like envision. Yes. You said that and I already have a picture in my head. Exactly. Like if you say like Elmo, like I see Elmo. But if you said like teddy bear, I might not even like process it enough to like try to envision it. So whatever. That's just a personal me thing. And one of the words that I always see or phrases, I should say, is move the needle. I see a needle moving through like a piece of fabric every Wait, time. really? That's not how I see it. That's how I see it. And I can't unsee it. And every single time someone says it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to keep seeing this. Ne-. I sound like I'm like literally going insane. Going insane. <laughs> I don't want to keep seeing this needle. <laughs> but I don't. Like, I don't even want this picture to pop up into my head. Like, why? Can you guys stop saying it just for my, like, just for me? Like we got to really move the needle forward. Let's do whatever. And I'm imagining like a sewing machine, like like moving forward. Okay. I see more of like when you are, this is an old car because everybody's got digital uh, dashboards now, but like when you press the gas and the thing like moves up with the speed. Oh, is that what it means? The type of needle I'm seeing. Well, that's the right needle then. Because that would make more sense. Well, moving the needle, because that would be like accelerating, which is another like jargony word. Basically, it's saying accelerate. Versus mine would be sewing. And I don't think there's any other corporate jargon phrases that utilize the word sewing or like would make sense. Like how would mine mean anything? Because you're you're like you're working on something and you're making it. See, this is what's interesting. Like, is there even logic behind them, though? No, corporate jargon is just so beautiful. You could, like, interpret it in so many different ways. It's so true. Like, how gorge. So cute. So, yeah, that's mine. Moving the needle. Move the needle forward. Well, I guess forward. It couldn't be yours. That would be upward. Um, So, yeah. I don't know. Either way. I don't like it. Trash. Trash. Into the pile it goes. Okay, so as we do every episode, what should we say instead? Keep working. Yeah. Keep it up. Do your job. Continue to move the needle forward. Just be like, let's continue progressing on this. Yeah. Let's continue. You, you could use other jargon that doesn't bother me as much instead. Continue making strides towards <laughs> the end of the campaign. Like, I don't know. There's so many other things to say. Just like move the needle. I can't see it anymore, you guys. Yeah. And now I think Eileen has cursed me and I might start seeing your version because it's sticking with me really hard right now. And every time I say the word, now I'm seeing that. So, 
Okay, so everyone needs to stop saying that because Peyton is literally going crazy. I literally am like having a psychotic break. Thank you guys. Um, no, that's a good one though. I, I do hear that one a lot. And it's so jargony. It's so jargony. Not a fan. Thank you for sharing. And I'm sorry that this is tormenting you. It's okay. I'll get through it as I do with all of these. As just get through. We have no choice. Okay. So Eileen is now going to be going on to our second segment, which is this week in social. It is time. This week in social, which covers something going on in social this week, a little news. And Eileen, what do we have? Okay, so I have an article from Social Media Today that was published a couple days ago. Title, Instagram rolls out improved DM control options to help users avoid unwanted contact. And um, there was a quote in here. You know, I don't want to just read this article to you guys, but basically they're enhancing precautions and, you know, the way that people receive messages from people that they don't follow. Oh, AKA lovely. A potential unwanted message. But you mean the bots that say, hey, uh, you're an ambassador for this. Yeah. Jewelry brand. I get one of those and they like have every zero, week. I get one of those every day. And they have zero followers and zero, like, yeah. like they're no picture sometimes. Right. Like, or it could even be like Lady someone Gaga. sending you a mean message. Oh, I or, don't get any of those. <laughs> or a DP. I'm not that relevant. Ooh. No, but I'm um, not saying that my husband is relevant because he is a very average person, but um, he does get a lot of unwanted messages on Instagram and some of them are really not nice. Yeah, that's so, so true. Or even just like if you had a video go viral. Yeah. And, and then, like you have your Instagram linked in your TikTok or something and then people are just like coming and it's like, I actually can't like mentally handle that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So the quote from um, Instagram themselves is, we want people to feel confident and in control when they open their inbox. That's why we're testing new features that mean people can't receive images, videos, or multiple messages from someone they don't follow until they've accepted their request to chat. We're oh. grateful for the feedback we hear from our community and we'll keep listening to find ways to help everyone feel safer on Instagram. Love. Wait, I love that because it's like, oh, I'll take one mean message over right. six. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And like I could, so like I could just dip my toes into it and see like oh not for me no thank you click yeah. out. And I think you know it's always like a hot topic that social media is bad for people's mental health. So like I think yeah. it's a very dare I say low hanging fruit thing for people to say when it comes to social media they yeah. that don't know what they're talking about necessarily or don't yeah. like see the value in it like you and I because we work so hard in it every day. But um, this is. That still is a relevant point, and this is nice yeah. that um, apps like Instagram want to do a better job making their users feel good. Yeah, I like that a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah, really cool. Yay, feel good, happy Instagram news for once. Love it. All right, last segment. This is current trends, where we each share a current trend that we've noticed on the interwebs. What is the 411? What is the hot gossip? And whether we're loving it or hating it. So Peyton, take us off. All right. So mine is something I've been seeing for a while. And every time I would see this for a minute, I didn't know what it meant. And I just avoided it. And there's multiple trends around it. But it's the canon event trend. 
Do you I know what I'm talking what about? Is. Okay. See, so Explain. I didn't know what this was either. And you're going to start seeing it because people always say canon event in like in random TikToks, like in their, like in the actual text on the screen. And I always would just avoid that word and like continue with it and not really think about it. And so I finally was like, what is a canon event? And why do I keep hearing this, like seeing this word randomly? So it's an event that alters your experience or way of life in a big or small way. So for example, hmm. one of the ones I saw was like some guy and he was like, um, oh, what's my canon event? And then it it like and he's like a totally like attractive, cool looking guy. And he's like probably like in his late 20s. And it like does like some transition back. And it's him as like this incredibly emo, embarrassing, like furry kind of guy. And like that was his canon event. Like you do something and then you like recognize like, oh, I got to change my whole life. Like this is so embarrassing. Okay. Like, wow. So Almost like, like a- you're like you're a low point in your life where <laughs> yeah. you had like, like a, a realization. Low- yeah, but in your childhood. So like if you're like whatever it is and then it like transforms who you are or like you are at your your high school prom and you fall in front of everyone and then like from that moment forward, you'll never like wear high heels again. Like that would be like your canon event. Oh, wow. These are deep. I kind of love that though. I really want to see some of these. I know. And now I like wonder like Hold do on. I have I a canon event? I grab my phone. Canon event. Canon event. My whole event. child event was a canon event. Like, like everything I did it was like, oop, that's embarrassing. That's going to cause some deep-rooted trauma yeah. for the last rest of my life. I can't wait to talk to my therapist. Hi, um, I'm here to talk about my canon events. And she's going to be like, what, sweetie? Yeah. So one time I, I broke – actually, can I tell a story to everyone? Yeah. I feel like Me, this is everyone. Good, yeah. I feel like this is a good end to – um, my segment just for funsies so people can learn something new about me that this could be my canon event so when I was in middle school everyone goes to the mall we've talked about this I you know Eileen and I but you guys yes. know every like middle school mall high rats. schooler you like hang out at the mall so me and my friend went on Black Friday and we went to Bath and Body Works and you guys okay know, both of those things are terrifying in them at what at Woodfield <gasps> Okay. And the line was so like, you guys can imagine like Woodfield is like the biggest mall in Illinois. So like it's a very large mall. I think Think it's like one of the biggest malls in the country too. It is. Before Mall of America, it was the biggest mall in the country. Fun fact. Now it's not anywhere near close probably, but it's a really big mall. So it's a huge mall, huge Bath and Body Works store, like huge. And the line was like so, so long, right? So they're super long line. And once you're in there, Everyone has like their baskets. You can barely move around. Like it's still like tight. People and, are spraying cucumber melon all over yeah, the place and, and there's sweet like pee. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's all these like you're fighting for your life and like decorations everywhere, you know. And you're just like trying to get through. So my friend wanted whatever she wanted, and at the front there was a giant Christmas tree made of candles. Like it was like a cardboard cutout thing, and it had like candles basically on shelves across the whole thing and it's probably like eight feet tall maybe and then underneath it where like the presents were were all of the candles to buy so like there would be like everyone that was on the tree was also like below that you could buy so my friends like in the store were kids I don't know if we were gonna buy anything or not but I wasn't uh, maybe she was but I grabbed a candle off the tree instead of grabbing no. it off the bottom no and so I grab the candle, like smell it or whatever. And I go to put it back up and it, the entire tree falls. So it doesn't fall in one piece. It tilts. 
So the candles are shattering one by one. <laughs> one down to one down, one down. And on the busiest day, the entire mall's full and mm. I can't grab the tree. So they're just all falling. And the finale, the the thing finally falls all the way. And then probably like 20 candles that were like the gifts all shattered as well. And so the entire store turns and stares at me. Even people not in the store that were like in the mall that heard it are all staring through the glass at me. And I just stood there. Canon event. Did they yell at you? Did something happen? Or you no, just like, nothing I happened. Sorry, I was going to go. I was freaking out because I was like, um, I'm a kid. And I'm like, I have to call my mom and tell her that like she has to transfer me like $600 or something, for, probably more for all these candles. Like I'm like yeah, already know I'm in expensive. so much trouble. Um, but the guy who worked there was just like pissed, which understandably, cause like it's, they're so busy and I just yeah. broke so much, like probably in total, maybe 30 or 40 candles. So like there's glass literally everywhere. And so I think he was just frustrated that he would have to clean it all up. And yeah. I was like standing there watching him clean it. And I was like, um, what should I do? And he was like, you could just go. And I was like, okay. You're and like, I sweet. And, and I, here you are 10 years later still thinking about this. Canon event. Canon event. Okay, this is so good. Well, not okay, what's story, yours? But no, it's a great story. I'm intrigued. I love it. It's, I'm intrigued. And now every time I'm in the store, I'm like so careful with the candles. I actually it, don't think I'll – I don't think anyone listening to this podcast will think of Bath & Body Works the same after hearing that story. Was it a good story? Yeah. I I knew it was coming when you started and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like so not bad. even just like a candle. Like that would embarrass me. But like yeah. 30 candles. Like, like all the candles. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Okay. Canon okay. event. Um, canon event. Okay. Mine is like not nearly as exciting as that. But my – what are we talking about? Trend. I almost said segment. <laughs> Uh, yes. Trend. Your trend. Um, Peyton, I've talked to her about this and I was saving it for the next time we recorded. But I know last time I talked about the caption life lately irritating mm-hmm. me uh, because I just think it's so lame and we can all do better than that. Um, but the next thing that's annoying me is very similar. If you post a photo dump carousel on Instagram, with 10 photos and then you write a list here are some things i've been doing lately one i was at a work conference with peyton it was so fun two mm-hmm. this was a really good coffee that i got from a local cafe three had a beautiful day with my dog on a walk and they like describe every single picture to you one through ten i'm like no it's don't care it's it's the most insane thing actually. I'm like, I find why this do like you think I care. I find this actually insane. It's like they put more work into that, like more effort into that caption than I do in a week of work. Like I could never get to their level. How do you have the time and why do you think people are going through the pictures and like like you have this like itemized list for them. Like, oh, okay, number four. Oh, I see a dog. Oh, she's at the dog park. Okay, okay. What yep. dog park with who? Like, right. no one cares. Right. Like, I'd rather someone just be like, here's 10 pics of things I've been doing lately. I would maybe take life lately over that. Ooh. That's like how, like, it's not. Actually, just- I hate life lately so much. I think I'd rather have the list. Because really? it, to me, it, okay. My- See my issue with both of these, they're so opposite. And it's like I like yeah, 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 just yeah. like actually be more tolerant of things and not have everything annoy you. Life lately to me is so lazy. The list, I'm like, 
at least you put some effort into this. They did put effort. That's my problem. They put too much effort. Okay. I'd rather someone yeah. not try than yeah. try too hard. And that they're with their 10 photo carousel with description descriptors and emojis for each. It's just too much. If I wanted to read a dictionary, I would grab one. Yeah, for sure. That's a great point. Um, listen, I can acknowledge, though, that writing Instagram captions for your personal Instagram is really hard. Yeah, exactly. That's it. why you don't do that. Like, I don't okay. post on my actual feed that often because I'm like, I don't know what to say. Same. I'm actually, I just don't post. Yeah, you, you're a story girl. I'm a story girl. Feed I'm like a just, once a month, once every other month. Once I'd say like I'm like a once a six week feed. That's girl. actually pretty good. That's a pretty yeah. good cadence, I would say. Well, because I don't like posting of things that are worth living on the feed, you know? Yeah, and I don't but think that these it's hard. people are either. <laughs> yeah. That's the issue. Yet here they are. Exactly. And that's why anyways, problem. keep your eyes peeled for that. You'll see it more often than you realize. Yeah, it's funny. And yeah, you know what? Funny. At the end of the day, like I don't see those things and like not like a picture. No, like, I was still I, gonna I, be like, oh, cute. This yeah. isn't jest. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah. still love seeing your guys' stuff. Yeah, if I'm we should do you it. Out, I'm sorry. No, we're not even calling you out. Like, think about the okay. If you felt called out, just keep in mind that you can use that Bath and Body Work. You can hold the Bath and Body Work story <laughs> over me for the rest of my life. That's so true. And that's a win. And all you, all yes. I can say about you is that you made a list in your caption and nobody ever and no one got it. hurt no one got hurt and no one in that store remembered it and nobody broke any candles no glass was broken and here we are Ooh. at the end of another episode oh uh, i loved this one i actually may say that this maybe is my favorite episode we've ever recorded really i kind of am loving it that much me i really am liking it too we're so like cute. actually really liking it so and like you guys every time we get on here we're like be more concise. Don't ramble. Don't talk too much. And I would say that we are at a pretty good time right now. We're at a great time for a whole additional story to be added. Yeah. I would say we're about, we're at like 45 to 50 minutes right now. That's perfect. Which we killed it. We killed it. And with that, this has been another episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast. Thanks for being here. We love that you join us and listen to our episodes, which if you're late to the news, we have weekly episodes now, not just bi-weekly, weekly. So we still have our bi-weekly full-length episodes like the one that you're listening to right now. And in between those bi-weekly full-length episodes, we are putting out mini-sodes that are a little more like random, us just being in silly, goofy moods, talking about um, just like things going on and maybe less like takeaway topics like you get in our full-length episodes. So you can start looking forward to those. Yeah, we just um, did one. If you yeah, haven't listened. If you haven't listened, our last one was recorded in real life. We are together at a work conference and we talked all about traveling for work. So if you haven't listened to that yet, give it a, give it a listen. We would love to hear what you think. And we're just going to wrap this one up and say thank you for listening. Please follow along with our content at uh, on Instagram and TikTok at WOTW pod. We've been definitely kicking up our TikTok game, you guys. And I think they're we really have. funny. They really are. Like corporate TikTok is such a fun niche to follow because <laughs> yeah. it's like an outlet for people just making fun of the corporate world. So we're, we're joining in on the fun. Yeah. And I love it. I'm having a lot of fun. Me too. And um, next episode will be, I'm going to look at our schedule to give people maybe a little 
sneak peek. It's a mini sewed about tips for de-stressing after work. So we're just going to talk about things that uh, the both of us like to do to de-stress. And hopefully they can help you if you're dealing with a little uh, elevated stress in work right now. Yes. So we will see you for that mini sewed next week. And we love you all. Thank you for listening. And hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Working on a weekend like usual.